following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number three on a Tuesday broadcast. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We are the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show in Michigan, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net there. You can listen to the live free stream. That would be stream at thehugeshow.net. And also on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service in a moment. John Beeline, former head coach of Michigan, the Cavs, senior advisor to the Pistons, now in studio on the Big Ten Network on the weekends, doing a great job. We talk hoops every Tuesday during the 5 p.m. hour, presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Doran Mayhew, the GR office. He's the managing Shareholder will get to Michigan, Michigan State tonight at 9 on the Peacock. Wolverines are the bottom feeders in the Big Ten right now. Michigan State still in the Big Ten conversation if they could go on a 6-7 game win streak. So we'll talk hoops with Coach here momentarily. Also bottom of the hour, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. The MSU Insider will join us, Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant before the end of this hour. Let's go welcome in Josh Garvey and Coach John Beeline, courtesy of Dorn Mayhew. Coach, how you doing? I'm good, huge. Hey, say hello to Josh Garvey. I love Josh. Hello, Josh. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, we were trying to shift gears from talking about the Lions and the Niners, trying to find the fake enthusiasm to talk about <laughs> Michigan <and laughs> Michigan State. We're trying that transition, Coach. You, you've you been there. Well, what's the toughest loss you've ever had, Coach, where it was just a gut punch and it took you a while to get over it if you ever got over it? Oh man, I, I think all I think I had like 400 losses. So there's there's a lot to go through right there. So I think probably uh, uh, I think I think either the Michigan State championship game uh, in the Big Ten tournament my last year, 2019, or the game at Wisconsin where Tim Hardaway hit a hit a jump shot with 2.2 to put to put us up by three. And Ben Bruss hit a half-court shot to put it into overtime. We lost at Wisconsin. Those are two of the tough ones. Those are tough ones. What about Final so, Fours? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because Final Fours, do you – because there is a big achievement just getting to a Final Four, so yeah, I don't know yeah. if there's a lot of pain when you lose one of those games. You would know better yeah. than most. 
Well, there, there is, but when I looked at that, little did I know, I said, okay, well, these we got five freshmen out here, and we got some really good sophomores. I didn't know that in two years all of them would be gone. By that time, all of them but one, Karis LeVert, would be gone to the pros, and he would be injured for two, two of the next three years. So uh, that one didn't hurt because I knew the future was so bright at that time. But uh, I would have liked to get it, that's for sure. I would have liked to get one of those championships. Uh, Josh, your biggest loss as a sports fan was it Sunday night with the Lions? I'd have to say so because yeah. the the it's top of my list. That's top for me. It's oh, it's number one at man. this point. It's just like yeah, but we get Michigan, Michigan State, Wolverines in last place in the Big Ten, and Michigan State uh, they've been up and down this season. Uh, Coach, uh, when you know from the Big Ten studio crew to looking at what you've seen from Michigan and Michigan mm-hmm. State this year, what are your early thoughts? about that matchup tonight in East Lansing? I think Michigan State right now, they're ready to go on a, a little bit of a run, depending who they're playing. Uh, they're not they, – they, they, they say, well, who's got to step up for Michigan State? I think they all do. I don't think there's, a, there's like outliers there. I don't think they need everybody on that bus to play well against the good teams. And uh, so and tonight, you know – Michigan, they have a bad record, but they have shown that they have the ability to beat people. They are a talented team that's got to find themselves. So, but, and they, they have the avenues to do this with, you know, the season's half done in the Big Ten. I, I think I told, said on the morning of the show, we were one and six one time, and uh, we went to the NCAA second round. So it can happen. But, um, Michigan, this this game tonight is 12 years ago. I think tonight that Zach Novak hit six threes on Draymond Green and Stu Douglas had a huge jump shot to, to change that. I don't know what it had been. been 10 years since we beat Michigan State. And then from after that, it was pretty even. So um, it, that game could go either way tonight. I know a lot of people think Michigan has no chance. Michigan went to Iowa, won by 20. Michigan played St. John's and beat a Michigan loss at home by one or two points to, to several teams. Uh, they can win. Uh, Michigan went out to Oregon, lost in overtime. Michigan can beat people now. They just got to put it together. Josh, your thoughts on uh, Michigan State Michigan tonight, 9 p.m. on the Peacock? On the Peacock channel, yes. Um, I think it's a rivalry game, regardless of the records. It's Michigan versus Michigan State. Um, I, I do think it's going to be a close basketball game, uh, regardless of what the line is right now, which last I looked was 10 or 11 points. I'd, that I seems like a lot. I don't see that. To a point, right? Yeah, I don't see that. I, th- I see a very close game and agree with Coach's comments that Michigan's lost some really tough games to some good basketball teams, and they, they've got some good players. And so I, I do think it's going to be a nail-biter game. I really do. Coach Beeline, uh, you mentioned the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry after Novak hitting the six threes and Stu Douglas kind of even things out. Uh, take us inside what it was like on the Michigan side and you communicating with Izzo, you know, during games, yep. before games, out of season. What was that rivalry like, Michigan-Michigan State behind the scenes? I mean, I don't think he'd mind saying it. He just texted me today and just said, how he enjoyed these games when we used to play against each other and the, the great amount of respect we had for each other. He just sent me a long text today about this. We stay in contact 
all the, I mean, I wouldn't say it's every week, but I would say every month or two, you know, he'll, he'll reach out to me or I'll reach out to him. Um, I said many times that we were, we were friends in a different way that there was so much respect, but it, it just because of how busy your schedules, it's not like you're hanging out together. If we on the road, hell, we were hurrying from one gym to another, looking at each other every day. There was no way we're saying, Hey, let's go out to dinner and become better friends or something. You know, it was, a, it was just a really good relationship. That's what, that's what it was. And I, I went back at that time and every game was sold out both ways. It was crazy atmospheres. And we'd hear the Dick Vitale in the Duke, North Carolina game. And, Oh, this is the biggest, greatest rivalry. Come and sit at a Michigan, Michigan state game during those days. And there was nothing better than that. And in the state, both teams going to final fours. Uh, it was as good as it could get. And uh, it's, it's both teams are sort of off a little bit this year, but um, who knows what can happen by the end of the season. You know, Josh Garvey from Dory Mayhew in studio with us Tuesdays during the 5 p.m. hour when we talk hoops with Coach Beeline. I said it on air uh, live as it was happening that Izzo and Beeline had taken the Michigan-Michigan State basketball rivalry to rival what you would see on Tobacco Road. I agree. It, it, they, 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 there was a resurgence there because yeah. Michigan had been beaten so many times. And well, you said ten, what ten years 10 in a row? Years, ten and, games. Was it ten years or ten games in a row, Coach? I, I do not. I do not know. It's a yeah. long ass time. Can I say that? <laughs> that a long time. <laughs> yeah, you can and, say and that. Me, that covers. <laughs> you need yeah. a T-shirt with that. Yeah. Your team should have been oh, out there with yeah, T-shirts that day. <laughs> Well, well, people were wearing the T-shirts how many days it had been. It was in the thousands where we had won in football or basketball. Wow. There was that little span right there that was happening, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, we we had this, you know, sometimes they'd beat us. You usually went at home, and then sometimes they beat us here, and sometimes we went up there and beat them. So there was really an even matchup after that time. It took us a while to – you know, Tom, and you know what the other part is? We were so far behind in Michigan at facilities. We had, other than Northwestern, who had never made the NCAA tournament, we had the worst facilities in the world. So what do I do in year two? I, I asked Tom, hey, let me see your place. And I went up and saw their place and came back and said, fellas, we're wrestling with one arm behind our backs. There is no way a kid can come to our school and their school on the same day and think that we that we emphasize basketball and that between Bill Martin and Dave Brandon and Mary Sue Coleman, our president, they said, we're going to get you those facilities, and they did. And it was more about that. Once the facilities leveled up, then the, 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 uh, the rivalry leveled up as well. And but Josh, that's what Tom's saying, yeah. come on up, come on up and take a look around. That's awesome. And meanwhile, it, it, it was great. And so we, we, he gave us suggestions. You know, I like this. I don't like this. You know, it was good. It was good. Did you have a little secret cam- camera on your lapel where you were taking photos of all the like <laughs> plays on the video board and everything? Uh, it is always no, so I real. Wasn't. And so are you, John. That's why I, I, I feel privileged to know both of you. Because you're what you see on the court, what you hear on air, uh, you're those same men uh, away from it. Maybe even 
uh, to a better well, level uh, with your hearts. And Josh, you know, with following this rivalry, uh, Izzo Beeline was as good as old school North Carolina Duke. You can go down, the, you know, college basketball rivalries, football, we can do a laundry list. But the great, you know, UCLA, USC was old school uh, basketball, but it's, you know, it's Duke, North Carolina. It, it, they were right there yeah. with Izzo and Beeline. We're, we're in the same state that you had that. I mean, in the same league. I know. It's, it was amazing. It's, it's, it's Iowa and Iowa State are in different leagues. Yeah, but that's not big. You you guys were up there with Duke, North Carolina. Uh, you yeah, were yeah. you you were you were right on Chapel Hill to Durham to the emotion of the the crazies at Chrysler to the Izone and the coaches, the way you both work the media, and most importantly, the talent you brought for the fans to see uh, in the rivalry. Uh, there was some. Can I tell, I'll tell you a story? One time we're playing there on Sunday at Sunday at one p.m. CBS. So I took the team up ahead of time to the game the night before. Usually we just drove up and played. So I go, there's a, the Newman Center is right across from the Marriott. So I go to Mass that morning at 8 a.m. I'm hiding in the corner, like just just doing my, my Catholic thing on Sunday morning. And we all get done. And the, the priest is like sitting his final announcements. And he says, and I want to welcome Coach Beeline to his, the parish today. And everybody turns around, looks at me, says, and says, and don't think you have a chance of winning today either. So that, and that, so I said, well, I'm getting it from the priest. I'm getting it from the priest, let alone the fan. My God, so they probably was, they probably brought the exorcism guy out right there. Oh yeah, I had I, no matter how many prayers I said that day, we weren't winning. And you know what? The priest was right. He was right. And Josh said that rivalry was just a it was a pleasure to both sides of it with his O and B line. Yeah, those years were some of the best years um, to watch basketball with that Michigan-Michigan State rivalry. And Coach Beeline and, and his team were able to put put Michigan kind of back in the right position there. And that was a fun time. I can think of all kinds of players at, at both schools that made that such a fun rivalry to watch for all those years. Well, when he was just bringing up Novak and Douglas, you, I remember that game where they kind of shocked the world and uh-huh. they won at the Breslin and then, you know, Coach, I, I, Co, the thing I love about Coach Beeline and knowing him uh, a long time, you know, both professionally and talking personally, is that the first time I met him, it was uh, I had gone down to a basketball game with Bruce Cortade, who's a huge Michigan booster lawyer here in West Michigan. Went down, I think it was Illinois, uh, Michigan. And it's the first time I'm going to meet John. So I'm saying this is 10, 15 years ago. I talked to him a lot on air. He's doing a press conference. I'm standing off to the side. He gets done. He walks by. I go, hey, Coach, Bill Simons. He goes, Bill, love to meet you. Listen all the time. I'd be careful on drinking too much of that green and white Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he had to go back to the locker room. He walks by. And I'm like, Bruce goes, what did he say? I go, he told me not to drink too much of that green and white Kool-Aid. But he said it in a friendly way. It wasn't like Bobby Knightish or anything. And just it, 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 the rivalry with Izzo Beeline, it, it was it was a woody bow. When I look at the Big Ten and I look at great rivalries in any sport, okay, and I know Mason and Red had one in hockey with Michigan, Michigan State. Football, uh, Michigan, Michigan State, I don't I don't know if they've ever lined up uh, with at the same time, but basketball was legendary. Yeah. It was awesome, Coach. It was, man. Well, I got to roll. 
we got to get to a network timeout. John Beeline, enjoy that game tonight. When are you back in the Big Ten studios? Uh, this weekend? Saturday and Sunday. We'll be rocking and rolling there in the Big Ten studio. Got some great games to cover. I'm enjoying doing it. I enjoy reconnecting to college basketball. Coach, that, this is really awesome conversation. Uh, and I, we love you, man, okay? All right. Well, thank you. All right, Josh. All right. Yeah. Have a good week. Enjoy, enjoy the game tonight. Good, good talk with everybody. Thank you. Bye oh, now. That was good, man. Just, he, there's nothing better in my 32 years, Josh, of doing a show when you get behind the scenes stuff. That's some legendary stuff. And they share it. Usually it's when they're done coaching. Yeah. That they share those stories. It's nice to hear that they still talk, right? And is what's today? Like, well, I like that. I awesome. like that a lot. Good stuff, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder during Mayhew's Grand Rapids office, world headquarters. In Troy, one of the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. We'll talk Thursday with Lomas. Sounds good. Can't wait for that. That should be fun. <laughs> that should be awesome. Uh, remember, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a day for women. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, it's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. A busy and a late week for Michigan State men's basketball. The first of two games against Michigan, and it's a struggling Michigan team. The Spartans obviously cannot afford to lose this one. Not only this one, but the one in Ann Arbor down the road. And then Maryland comes in for a revenge game this week, 5.30 on Saturday afternoon, Maryland so disappointed after losing at home to the Spartans by two points a week ago. So we're down to less than a dozen games left of the regular season. These are winnable games, clearly, for Michigan State. The Spartans will be favored in both of them. Michigan has struggled, as everyone knows, but in a rivalry game, can the Wolverines rise up and pull off an upset? The Spartans know they have to avoid that. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. 
Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with a winter escape giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the winter escape giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the Hume Show across Michigan. Tuesday broadcast presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Also some late night hoops happening only on the streaming via Peacock. It will be Michigan State and Michigan 9 p.m. tip at the Breslin in East Lansing. And I think, Comp, what is it? The combined records, the worst in over 40 years between the two teams? Yeah, something like that, and you combine that with a streaming um, app to watch the game, and it, there's there's less buzz about this game than many games I can remember in the past. You know, it wasn't that long ago that Michigan State and Michigan were. I think they had their first top ten meeting when they were both in the top ten a few years ago, and that was outstanding. Um, this one, not as much. Of course, Michigan is having their troubles. Um, Michigan State needs right now to have a surge to become comfortable for the NCAA tournament, and that's no given. Because you've seen in the Big Ten, um, pretty much everybody can beat everybody. And Michigan State has these games, not only this one against Michigan, but in, in shortly they're going to be going to Michigan, at Minnesota, at Penn State, at home against Maryland. These are the swing games for Michigan State to make sure that they can win the share that you're supposed to win to make yourself a tournament team. Starting tonight at home against Michigan, got to take care of business. It's, it doesn't have the buzz nationally or even statewide, but it's still very important for Michigan State. Yeah, I think the Lions uh, run until they lost on Sunday night really kind of dwarfed the start of Big Ten play for both teams. So when we get down to business and you look at Izzo's squad versus Juwan Howard in Michigan, who's a bottom feeder right now in the Big Ten, where do the Spartans have the advantages over Michigan and vice versa? trying to be tied together on defense. I'm not really sure all the problems that are going on with Michigan. We assume that Doug McDaniel will not play tonight. You know, he's not been playing road games. Everybody knows that, but that's not a contractual thing. Who knows? Maybe because it's in state, just an hour and 20 minute drive. Maybe he played tonight. I don't, I don't know if, if, if Juwan Howard was asked about that, maybe, maybe that's, that's set in stone. I'm not sure, but Michigan has had their problems. I mean, earlier in the year, they looked good against St. John's. I'm really surprised what's happened there, but defense has to has to be the first thing, the first order of business. For Michigan State, defense has been inconsistent. There have been games when they've looked like an Izzo team, and it seems to me, Bill, that when, when Michigan State wins five straight, then they go to Northwestern and they sleepwalk through it against a very good Northwestern team. Then they win three straight, they go play Wisconsin, a team that had already beaten them. Michigan State should have had every reason to be focused and urgent, and but on defense... They were just kind of a court low, especially in the backcourt. Izzo talked about that yesterday. So Michigan State, it's finding 
that defensive ethic every single night, which is hard to do. That's one of the things Izzo's usually pretty good at, one of the things that's been his secret sauce over the years, getting that done with these guys, even with veterans like Tyson Walker and A.J. Hogard. It's a little bit of a challenge to get them in that mindset and get that effort from them every single night. And they need to because, you know, Walker's not the biggest guy, so the, the effort needs to be outstanding. Jaden Akins, if he misses a couple shots, he gets a little bit fogged out on defense. They need to get over that hump and become consistent on, uh, on defense, beginning with the backboard. That needs to be a plus for them in all these games if they're going to make a surge right now. Jim Comperoni, SmartMeg.com, known as Comp, joining us on the Rose Stumber Coffee. Guess I'm talking about Michigan State, Michigan tonight, 9 p.m. tip. If you don't have the peacock, mm. if you don't have the peacock, you can't watch the game. It's streaming only tonight unless you got tickets to the presence to so go get the Peacock uh, right now if you want to watch that matchup. What, what's the magic number looking at Izzo and his team right now in the regular season, rest of the way, including Big Ten Conference Tournament? Well, what's their win number to feel comfortable for hearing their name on Selection Sunday for the NCAA Tournament? I'm guessing seven more wins gets them to 19. I think that would do it a couple of games above 500 in the Big Ten. And, you know, that, that's, that's going to be a struggle. I, mean, I think they can do it. Um, they got a harness that consistency we talked about. You got winnable games, Michigan at home against Maryland at Minnesota. They, they were fortunate to beat Minnesota in the Breslin Center. They're going to have to play better to get that game in Minneapolis. At home against Illinois. I mean, Illinois has been – uh, Jekyll and Hyde this year. It's hard to uh, figure out what you're going to get from them. They play at Breslin February 10th. They've got a lot of height in the backcourt, which gives Michigan State trouble. At Penn State, I mean, Penn State, did they beat Wisconsin at home? I mean, Penn State at home, they're not a good team, but that's the way the Big Ten is. Then they go to Michigan. Yeah, I know Michigan's had their trouble, but that's, that's going to be a difficult game. Iowa at home, I mean, these are winnable games. Ohio State at home, you know, they get Northwestern at home again. At Indiana is going to be difficult, of course. I think that there are seven wins in there to get to 19, and anything above 19 helps your seeding. They can do it, but um, if they continue to play like they did, you know, just barely eking out that victory at Maryland, and Maryland's coming on right now. They've got seniors. They've got talent at three levels. They're going to win some games down the stretch. Um, the way Michigan State played at home when they eked out a victory against Minnesota – they got two wins in those games, but they have to play better than that if they're going to get the, the correct number of wins in those games I just mentioned. Michigan dead last in the Big Ten going into that game tonight at the Breslin, 2-7. and seven. If you're Izzo, his staff, and that team, you're looking at those two Michigan games left on the schedule tonight in East Lansing and at Chrysler. Those are two of those seven you talk about very important for MSU to get in terms of locking up an NCAA tournament berth. And like you said, at Indiana, at Purdue, two of the last three for the Spartans. So, yeah, Big Ten hasn't been spectacular, but it's been consistent. Would you agree with that? Yeah, after Purdue and Wisconsin, it's kind of a mosh pit of mediocrity, the way it kind of was in football outside of the top three. So, you know, who's going to rise out of that and put together some wins to become a – a respectable fourth-place team. Illinois has the ability to do it now that they have Terrence Shannon back. We will see if they can get it done. After that, 
um, it's going to be difficult. And like you said, with Michigan State, two of their last three games at Purdue, at Indiana, and a home game against the Northwestern team that, that really has their stuff together. So Michigan State needs to get their wins before those last three games. And Michigan, they've had their problems, but if they were ever to get connected and get together and put their chips on the table and have a good 40 minutes of basketball, I would imagine it could be against Michigan State. And with Michigan, you know, Nakamwa with his ability as a stretch forward against shots and Terrence Williams, he's going to get his shots. So you get a night with if both those guys are shooting well. Um, you only get 40 minutes to prove you're the better team. And Michigan can put a good 40 minutes on you. It's still within them, even though they've had their problems. Eight of the 14 Big Ten teams going into tonight's play are sub-500 in the conference, a mosh pit of mediocrity. One of the great quotes from Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. This is a must-win for Michigan State, and Michigan would need a miracle finish like to win out almost in conference play to even think about the NCAA tournament. Their only shot may be winning the Big Ten uh, tourney if they can put something together here at the end. 9 p.m. only on the Peacock. Tonight, that's it. If you don't have the Peacock, you're not watching. Michigan, Michigan State, Comp and the crew will have coverage at SpartanMeg.com. Izzo seems to be handling this season in a realistic way. I think he understands the talent on his team and where his team is at. Would you agree or disagree? A little frustration. I mean, you know, they were kind of hoping that that, uh, Jackson Kohler would come come around and do more, but he went down with that injury in October, had foot surgery, came back a couple weeks ago, a little bit later than they expected. His weakness is lateral movement on defense. That was a weakness last year. That's why he didn't play much. He's got excellent back-to-the-basket skill. It gives them, can give them some scoring that they need down low, which can give you some inside-out ability to get some shooters going as well. But if he cannot play defense, if he cannot move laterally well enough to play defense, he's not going to get the playing time. The injury hurt him where he could not afford to be hurt, which is his wheels, lateral movement. It's getting a little bit better. But until that gets back up to standard, I don't know if he can play on defense enough to give you what he can give you on offense. So that's a tough one that Michigan State has to get ironed out. Quite frankly, Jeremy Fears, the backup point guard, has uncommon leadership abilities, got some defensive toughness. He, of course, suffered a, a bullet wound when he was home in Juliet, Juliet, Illinois during Christmas and hit his thigh. He's not coming back this year. Very doubtful. He has to you know, learn to run and jump again, which he's not able to do. But you take him out of the mix also, and it's just a couple more cards that you don't have in your hand. Not a team that could afford that. Still a team that is not what it was last March when they had Joey Hauser. They've not replaced that part. Malik Hall does some good things in his own way, but he cannot stretch the floor consistently and make a defense honor him the way Joey Hauser could. So that makes it harder for Hogard and Walker to get downhill. Jaden Akins, his three-point shooting comes and goes. His defense comes and goes. He's a big wild card for this team as to whether they can go ahead and get to the tournament for what would be, I don't know, the 26th straight time for Tom Izzo, which is like the longest streak by any coach at one school in the history of the sport. If they can go, and if they can be a second weekend team. Right now, I think they've got enough to get in and win one game, but as of right now, they're not good enough to win that second game. You know, like last year, they upset Marquette in the second game, second round. 
the year before. They had Duke on the ropes up by five, five minutes to go, didn't get it done. This team right now cannot beat a team the level of Marquette last year in the second round, Duke in the second round, unless they make a lot of improvement down the stretch. That's what Izzo's searching for. Before I let you go, uh, the second signing day for college football is coming up uh, next week. Uh, Will that be an important date? Normally not one for the big boys in D1 Power 5 football, but with the coaching change and Coach Smith in, uh, what can the Spartan Nation expect next Wednesday on that college football signing day, too? Yeah, you know, Michigan State is still busy. They're going to add two or three. You know, they, they offered, or they got a commitment from a wide receiver from Texas, about six foot three and a half. You know, he's got good grades. He's solid and everything. He's just one of these guys that was, you know, over overlooked. Jalen Brown. I mean, Michigan State fans can go and find his, his video. He looks, he looks pretty good. So Jalen Brown is going to sign in the late signing period, beginning February 7th. Michigan State is still in on Jaden Walker, linebacker from Portage Northern in Michigan, west side of the state. Good late-blooming linebacker. They had a commitment from him for a long time. And USC came in, got a visit from him. USC's all over him. I think USC might have, have a little bit of an inside track. Jaden Walker visited this past weekend. So that's still a recruiting battle that's going on. Michigan State against Southern Cal. That's an important one. Michigan State, meanwhile, is looking at defensive tackles. There's a kid from Miami named Dimitri Nicholas. Visited January. He's visiting this uh, last weekend. And, you know, Michigan State's battling Nebraska for him. So there are. And then there's Keona White, a defensive end who had been committed to the University of Washington. When Kalen DeBoer left, he was able to get out of his, his uh, letter of intent. And, you know, Michigan State's going against UCLA and Texas for him. So these are some, these are some legitimate good, solid, high-star type recruits that Michigan State's still in on. they got a big receiver from Texas. They're going after some defensive linemen, the in-state linebacker. Yeah, quietly, there is a lot of recruiting still going on for the late signing period. We've got that covered at SpartanMag.com. Jim Comperoni, really good stuff. Had me locked in. Way to bring it today, Comp. Enjoy the game on the Peacock. Michigan State hosting Michigan tonight. 9 p.m. is a tip, and they do that for the student-athletes with the 9 p.m. tips on Tuesday. Uh, that's what I love about the Big Ten. They really care about the kids. They do, along yeah, with this is, the this NCAA. Is, this, you know, when, when the Big Ten got that that huge, to use a word, um, television deal with the big networks, Fox and NBC and everybody, this was some of the small the small print that the Michigan-Michigan State game would be on Peacock at 9 o'clock on a Tuesday because yeah. they're trying to sell Peacock subscriptions. Oh, my it's God. And that, we didn't know it was coming. That Iron Eagle's son is so bad on play-by-play for football and basketball. My God, the nepotism dripping through the TV. He's brutal. I don't even know what his name is. I know Iron Eagle's dad's pretty good on CBS and calls the NBA, I think, the Nets or something, but... He's so green. It's brutal. Robbie Hummel's good, the former Purdue guy. And so is Blackledge on the football. But this Ian Eagle's son, is his name Junior Eagle? I don't even know what his name is, but I'll be watching him on the Peacock tonight. Michigan State and Michigan, 9 p.m. The tip with all the commercials, halftime show. Game literally could be over on Wednesday. (laughs) <laughs> All right, it's college basketball season. Let's go. I love you, Comp. Thank you, my man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, there's Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. 
everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Reasonable and proper. That's the term Michigan laws use to determine if you're traveling at a safe rate of speed regardless of the posted speed limit. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police would like to remind you that wintry conditions require additional caution and care from all of us. If your speed is not reasonable and proper, you could be looking at a speeding ticket. And on icy roads, you could be looking at something far worse. Drive slow on ice and snow. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests to come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions, and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break, vacations, and even the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. That is theurbanu.com. The prepping season is underway, and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip, that spring break, or the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500. Or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, and stand by. Timmy, what's shaking at Soaring Eagle? Man, so much going on. You know, we're headed into February. We just gave away that truck away here in January, and that was a whole lot of fun. Everybody showed up. Big, big day for us there, and that was a whole lot of fun Saturday. But now we got Fridays in February, two winners each hour from 5 to 11 p.m., Bill, with a chance to launch the football to score $2,500 in premium play. You can win up to 2500 in premium play. That's a good day here at Soren Eagle, and all you got to do is toss the football. It can't get much more fun than that. And then we walk into our winter escape Saturdays in February. And this is the way this one goes down. Saturdays in February, you can win your share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 to 10 p.m. Two guests will win $1,000 in premium play. And each night at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will win $10,000 in traveler vouchers to escape the winter blues. So you can go anywhere you want. Two winners. So that's two, not one, but two. Each 
out and be part of our big winter escape. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. And you know, we do it big when it comes to shows, entertainment. I get asked about it everywhere I'm at. We got a lot going on. Jeff Foxworthy, February 16th. Jeff Foxworthy is one of the best comedians. I feel when it comes to knowing about rednecks, he's an expert. <laughs> Can I say that? February 17th, great date night with our vodka and pasta. We got the La La's great burlesque show. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. The food, the drinks, you name it, we got it. The comic book killers. Murder Mysteries are back at Soaring Eagle March 7th. That's a Thursday, 8 p.m., so make sure you come check that out. They sell out quick. Last two have sold out fast. Justin Moore, March 9th, great country star. Make sure you check Justin out. He's one of my favorites. Tesla, March 15th, going old school. We love Tesla here. That's an 8 p.m. show Friday night. Peter Frampton, Never Say Never, Tourville, March 16th, Three Dog Night. March 23rd, you can't go wrong there. Warrant with special guest Lita Ford, March 20th. 29th, Grand Funk Railroad and Fog Hat with all the hits. April 13th, that's a Saturday night, 8 p.m. show. God Smacked, April 27th, that's a whole lot of fun. Sticks, May 4th, Chicago, May 25th, the hits keep coming. August 9th, Outdoors, Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top, can't go wrong there. Jason Aldean will be here August 16th. More to come. We're going to mention it on your show, Bill. You can't go wrong. All you have to do is check out Soren Eagle Casino and, uh, and uh, hit the like button on our Facebook page. Tell them what they need to do to keep an eye on everything here at Soren Eagle, Bill. Yeah, go to SorenEagleCasino.com. Everything Tim just talked about and more tickets. Book your uh, hotel room promotions, uh, the new food district, Michigan's go-to live sports betting destination, the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub. Also, you can uh, bring Soren Eagle close to you with the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. Download that. Uh, com. follow them on Facebook and don't forget about their sister property the Saganine Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish, Michigan if you're listening on 100.9 FM the Mitt in Midland Bay City Saginaw uh, close to you the Saganine Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel but com. follow them on Facebook and you can connect to everything and more that Tim just talked about he is the fun governor for a reason. My man, good to hear your voice. We'll talk in seven days. Let's do it, Bill. All right, Tim, yeah, Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, joining us on this broadcast presented by Soren Eagle. And remember to download that Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. Huge here with my good friend Lomas Brown. It's time to talk about Impact Power Sports. Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart destination on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of GR. And people are coming from everywhere to see the Lomas Lions Yamaha golf cart. And Lomas, I know you love this cart. Oh, my goodness, man. Look, everybody, like you say, is a showstopper. Everybody walks by, they stop, they look at it, it's outfitted. With the Lions logos everywhere on it, this Lions colors is made for a big fella like me. Hey, it's all it's all it's cracked up to be huge. Now, Drew told me Lomas that they sold six custom Lomas Brown Lions golf carts in three days at the recent Grand Rapids RV show, and he said the Lions Nation going crazy over this cart. Anybody can get the Lions cart uh, made exactly like Lomas, custom designed by. Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, north of GR, but they service 
uh, the entire state. And Lomas, there'll be a couple chances coming up for the fans to meet you and myself at Outdoor Rama in Detroit at the Suburban Collection Showplace. We'll be back there. That will be the weekend of February 22nd through the 25th and the Ultimate Outdoor Show in Grand Rapids, March 7th through the 10th. And you'll be there for a time that we'll announce at a later date at the Impact Power Sports booth. So those are pretty cool situations. And what I love, Lomas, is how you interact with all the people that come up to you. Well, it's fun. I mean, it's fun interacting with the people. What they're coming to see is that cart. I'm just, I just happen to be standing next to it. But that cart drives their attention there. And we're having fun, man. It's been a great year with the Lions. And it's just been a ride, dude. It really has been this year. Yeah, you can find out more about those Yamaha golf carts and getting your own custom golf cart for your neighborhood, for your business, for the lake house, uh, for the golf club. Uh, just stop by and see Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. They service the entire state or look for them on Facebook. And also Impact Power Sports is the largest Avaton e-bike dealer in West Michigan. All models are available Find out more at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford or look for Drew and the Crew and Impact Power Sports on Facebook. They love Lomas. We love Lomas. Lomas, we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks, my good man. Big. Bad. Huge.